0: Thick skin and an elastic heart, you'll listen to the family album with John Rebecca.
1: Nice entrance. Thank you. Oi. So.
0: We're recording this one in person.
1: Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah,
0: I've got that staring in front of me.
1: (laughs) That. Charming. Charming. Well,
0: I've probably got a better deal than you do, let's be perfectly (laughs) honest. Yeah. Anyhow. So this week we are back to our regularly scheduled programming for one week before we got another thing next week, yeah. which I haven't told Becca about yet. So.
1: Oh, right, right. She'll be as
0: surprised as you are.
1: That's nice. Uh, Show you how much I'm fielding yeah. on this. Yeah.
0: Um. <laughs> but before we start with our usual ramblings, let's ramble about something else instead. George Michael died this week.
1: And so did Carrie Fisher.
0: Yes. So, so two icons in their... Respective fields.
1: Yeah, I ended up watching the first, uh, the first two films, so mm-hmm. uh, *New Hope* and *Empire Strikes yeah. Back* last night. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy them again. Yeah, I've gone back to when I was younger.
0: Yeah, we had a lovely uh, awakening for this because uh, we got back from seeing *Rogue One*,
1: oh. and
0: three hours later, it's announced that Carrie Fisher died. So <sighs> we, we were all incredibly, incredibly happy about that. Yeah, he lied bitterly through his teeth
1: she was she's the best person. yes, she was, she
0: was I mean she was so much more than Leia though yeah like, she, she was the icon she was a beacon for mental health people. she mm. was one of the few people who you could who had, had mental health health issues in inverted commas mm. and but at the same time she rose above it she made it a part of herself yeah. she. Didn't just survive, she thrived.
1: Yeah, like, I didn't know she had any mental health issues until yesterday, which kind of shows Mm. what just.
0: She just owned it completely.
1: God.
0: George Michael on the same day, George Michael was a huge LGBT symbol. Mm. Like, massively so. I mean, he was kind of forced to come out because he was... The story goes, basically, the uh, police entrapped him into, uh, I believe the phrase was, uh, exposing himself in a, uh, public toilet. I. He didn't even really do anything. There's a really great, uh, interview with Oprah that he did. Basically, he explained, yeah, I didn't do anything really, but they caught me and charged me and I basically had to come out. Yeah. Which is wrong on so many levels.
1: Yeah. Aye. how times have changed. Yes,
0: we're all, so we're not feeling too great. No. And because it's the week, it's the, uh. And because it's the uh, quiet, crazy, weird in between Christmas and New Year, that nothing's really happened other than other all than, the awful things. Yeah.
1: 2016 is going out with a bang in all the wrong ways. hmm. Which kind of sums up the year, really. Just yeah. death and ich. Death yeah. and destruction kind of describes this year. Yeah,
0: basically. But.
1: God, next year better be better.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> just no celebrity <laughs> deaths, please
0: No, we just get a President Trump
1: Oh, yeah, no <sighs> what is You thought this
0: year was bad, ladies and gentlemen Wait for
1: the next four
0: mm. So, we've got that to look forward to But Anyways, how before we... that disaster of a t- t- Before that disaster, here's this disaster uh, For this week, I gave Rebecca Sears 1000 Forms of Fear mm-hmm. to listen to it is Sia's sixth album.
1: Mm. That surprised me. I yeah, I didn't know she was as active as she was. Like her yeah. first album was released three months after my birth. Yeah. Yeah, almost exactly. It was weird. Twenty third of December. I just mm-hmm. had to Google that when I saw it on Spotify because mm. I did not know she was in. She's been. She's been around a while, and I yeah. had no idea.
0: No, I mean, Thousand Palms of Fear was basically her breakout album. I think it's safe to say. Before that, nobody really knew who she was that much. Mm. But got a lot of publicity, rightfully so. And I think it's a superb, fantastic album. I think is a superb, fantastic musician.
1: Yeah, I love it. I love the album. I was surprised. I was a bit on edge because Chandelier and Elastic Heart are songs that I've heard a lot. But I never really listened to them. Like I've heard them everywhere at one point. Sorry, it's freezing in my room, so expect me to shiver. Um, but it's, it's, it's not what I was expecting. It's very addictive in a sense. You just, once you listen to it, you can't stop. And it's just really good. It's, oh, Big Girl's Mm. Cry is probably one of Mm -hmm. my favourite songs.
0: Hmm. I mean, I'll be honest, I never really listened to Sia that much. Like, I mean, she wasn't, like I said, she wasn't that big around... I mean, even the time I was growing up, she wasn't that huge. Mm. Thousand Forms of Fear was basically her huge breakout album, which got her incredibly popular with a lot of people, with, for a lot of reasons. Mm. For a lot, all good reasons. Mm.
1: Her music videos
0: are awesome. Oh, yeah. They are, their music videos are fantastically amazing. Mm. I remember she um, did a performance at the uh, Apple conference where they announced the iPhone 7. Mm. She's an amazing stage person. she's a fantastic dancer. Like she has such a beautiful, powerful stage presence. It's yeah. Incredible. I genuinely fantastic.
1: Like, I have a feeling I'm going to be listening to this album a lot. Yeah. More like, oh, mm. freaking hell! It's cold now. Yeah. Well, no. But no, it... it's. I don't know. It's it's an album that I wasn't expecting to love as much as I do. I I had hope I'd enjoy it, but I didn't think I would enjoy it this much.
0: Mm-hmm. Now there's a, there's so much good stuff on this. Wait, there's so much. I mean, I will say that with the exception of a uh, chandelier and big girls cry, I think the first half of the album is a little is worse than the second half. Because mm. you hit. Straight to the knife, and the rest of that after that is fantastic because yeah, it goes straight to the knife fair game, elastic heart, free the animal, fire meets gasoline, fin, dressed in black.
1: Yeah, but I think that's the same for a lot of albums. The first yeah. half is always always the hardest to get through, in a sense, because mm. it's kind of setting the mood for what the album going to be like, and then all of a sudden it just improves. Massively. Yeah, I don't know why that is
0: with a lot of the uh, mm. albums, a lot of things in general, really. It'll start off strong. Yeah. Then the middle will dip a little bit and then it'll finish strong. Yeah. That's. I think that's genuinely a good way to do things anyway. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you can have a middling middle, <coughs> but...
1: Sorry.
0: You can have a middling middle, mm. but you've got to have something there at the start that grabs people. Yeah. And Chandelier does that spectacularly.
1: Oh, God, yeah. I can't think of what else to say about this album. <laughs> because it's just... It's a good album. That's the problem. I think we find that if we've got a really good album, mm. it's hard to say a lot. And the same with a really bad album. Mm. You kind of get it all out the way and it's like... It's either just you sound like you're ranting about it or you're just gushing. Mm. And it's weird. Like, it is just... A, I mm. do recommend this album to anyone if mm. for some reason, if you take our advice, listen mm. to this album. It is such an enticing person. <coughs> it's... Like, oh.
0: is- also, the first electronic album that Rebecca's actually committed to liking.
1: Oh, yeah, I didn't realise that.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> finally got you with one.
1: Yeah, well, you've got, well, it, you see, it takes the right artist to do good. Also, it doesn't sound that electronic.
0: No. Because it fits, it fits. Yeah. Sees and vocals. It fits everything.
1: I'm gonna make Twenty One Pilots is a little electronic.
0: I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't say Twenty One Pilots is electronic.
1: No, well, it's a mix of everything. To be honest, when mm. you think about it, it's got everything in there mm-hmm. somewhere. Like so this. <gasps> yeah. it's, why am I so cold?
0: It's because it's cold.
1: Yeah. Well, there's a tiny hole under the window
0: yeah. in the wall. See, I've kind of re- not really dipped into Sia's earlier stuff. No. Which I, it's surprising that this is a sixth. I'm surprised she goes back as far as she does. Yeah. I mean, I didn't actually know until you just said now that <laughs> her first album was released in 1997. Yeah. Like, I genuinely had no idea.
1: I think it's 1997 and then 2002, mm. if I remember Spotify correctly. Because mm. I kind of started listening to that. I was like, does she have any other stuff? And I was shocked at how far mm. back she went and how many albums she has but Mm. i think that's what makes i don't know not makes Mm. a good artist but i Mm. think but in the same time it does because it shows like she has grown probably grown a lot from her first album and oh yeah so i'm tempted to listen to her first
0: stuff i get the feeling that with sia looking just looking basically at the discography Mm. like my first album came out in 97, her second album came out in 2001, her third oh. album was 2004, then 2008, then 2010. So, yeah, I'd say, uh, the 2008 and, two, and 2010 albums are probably the ones worth listening to. And I mm. guess, if I'm purely guessing based on when they came out, because of how close they are together. Yeah. But at the same time, A Thousand Forms of Fear came out in 2014, and her uh, most recent mm. album came out this year.
1: Yeah.
0: And, This Is Acting is a superb album as well. It's fantastically brilliant.
1: Yeah. Um, I kind of like the gaps that she has between because it shows that she really does think Mm -hmm. about, right, I'm going to be touring. Mm -hmm. And, well, now she thinks that. I'm not sure if she toured back in the early days. But it shows that she thinks a lot about what she writes and how it's going to sound. And she takes into consideration herself as well as everyone around her because no... Because she's got to have a team. Mm. It's, I like artists that take a good gap between albums. As much as I want that artist to bring out a new album straight away, it's also nice to see the gaps between it because mm-hmm. it shows they think about it as well. Mm. And we've, <laughs> we're kind of losing well, a yeah, few. I'm what just looking
0: through the personal life section on Sia's Wikipedia article. Mm. Well, it's very... Like, there's a lot of stuff on here that's brutal.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, there's... There's a lot of... Like, she suffers from depression and once went as far as writing a suicide note.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. Well, in a sense, you could kind of see that coming across. Yeah, there's a
0: lot of... There's a lot of... What's the word? There's a lot of experience in Sears music. Yeah. There's a lot of... You can... Well-worn, there's a lot of... uh, yeah, experience is probably the best word. There's a lot of
1: <clears throat> real emotion. world
0: Yeah. There's real world stuff going on in that. Yeah. In her music and it's brilliant um, for it. It's one of its core strengths I'd argue. When
1: I think about it, chandelier kinda does of reveal that in a sense, if I can remember mm. the lyrics, right? Hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the lyrics in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> but no oh, it's mm. just a good album. Like seriously, listen to it. If you're gonna mm. take our advice once in your life, take it now. Listen to this album, and mm. you'll see like, why we're trying hard not yeah. to gush too much. Because it's there's
0: so much to it. Yeah. There's so much depth and experience and emotion and just power in the music. Mm. Like it's. So Oh there's, there's I've not got words for it. No, I I've genuinely not got words for it. It's possibly harder because we're having to sit in front of each other and yeah. speak, which is probably dragging on us a little. <laughs> no, normally we're just speaking into a microphone. That probably makes things a bit easier. It makes us a bit more cogent and you know Less. creatively speaking this. Yeah. For want of a better term,
1: we're not good at public speaking, yes. believe it or not. Well, you're
0: terrible. I'm not too bad. I've done a few. Challenge me. I've seen you try and public speak. You know that I'm right. <laughs> I've done. I've done public speaking a, a bit here and there. I've I've spoken in front of crowds and whatnot. It's <gasps> it's difficult. Oh, it's nice. very difficult, but oh, it takes I mean, it takes a lot of experience and practice and lots of everything.
1: Yeah.
0: But, yeah, so this is probably why this one's probably going to be a bit shorter than normal. I mean, we're probably not going to get <laughs> a half hour out of this, let's be oh, perfectly honest.
1: let's hope so. We ho- I hope we do, like, mm. at the same time, it'll be, it'll be easy for you to listen. Ugh. I can't speak today. I think that's going to bed at 4am for you. hmm I, I was going to watch another Star Wars film, but I was dropping off too
0: much. Get back on track. Anyway. Never
1: mind. Right, hey. so.
0: What would you give this out of ten?
1: Seven. Yeah? Yeah, because I'm definitely going to listen to it again.
0: Mm.
1: I, It's just an album that you can listen to all the time. Mm. It's such an easy album to put on repeat and just get on with your life yeah. sort of thing.
0: I mean, there's a lot of <coughs> deep and what's the word gripping songs yeah. on this. So it's not I wouldn't call it that. I mean Elastic Heart and Chandelier are the two standout tracks because they were the main single tracks. Yeah. But those are both those those you can just easily listen to and be alright about at the same time you can sit down this to them and go, Oh wow, yeah. there is a lot of stuff going on here.
1: Yeah. I don't know I kinda easier to listen to songs that have a lot of meaning and kind of mm. story behind them. Yeah, oh yeah definitely. But I think that's just because my brain loves stories and mm. just living things out and in stories. Because it's just it's just more it's just nice. I mm. don't know. <laughs> I'm no. just, this right. is not as good as normal. Okay. I apologize. So <laughs> I gave you with love by Christina Grammy which Is one of my favourite albums Mm. of all time.
0: Yeah. It's pretty easy to see why. It's a very good album.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, from start to finish, I don't think there's a dip in the quality of any of the stuff here.
1: Yeah, it's... uh, It's just
0: kind of very sad, almost. If you don't know who Christina Grimmie was, she was... Well, let's put it this way. You go to a Wikipedia article... And it says the uh, cause of death was gunshot wounds. She yeah. was the uh, YouTube musician who was uh, shot by a deranged fan at a meetup.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, the horrible part of it was, is that she suffered from social anxiety and mm. was very introverted. Mm-hmm. But she always met everyone with open arms. And that's literally what mm. happened just before the shooting happened. Yeah because she had her arms wide open ready to give the guy a hug mm. and oh yeah it's,
0: it's a
1: th- it's a story that when i heard it i actually went downstairs and asked how reliable the newspaper was because i didn't believe what i was reading
0: which news i think place it was, was
1: daily mail
0: <sighs> so it's not the best place to get your news from but it was with just, breaking stuff they yeah. tend to not cock it up it was because most of the time
1: google mm kind of realised she listens to this thoughts a lot on YouTube. Yeah. There's a big news story about her. Yeah. I was broken for a good two days. Yeah. It was... Oh, it's such a horrible story. Like, mm. because I started listening to her about, what, five, six years ago? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just horrible to think that mm-hmm. thing she's gone. And she was literally just starting, like... She's known for being on The Voice but mm. yeah, that was she was amazing on The Voice. How she didn't win, I don't know. Mm. But at the same time, she's a YouTuber and it shook <clears throat> it shook the whole YouTube community. Yeah. Like I
0: mean there was a lot of, I remember there was a lot of YouTubers basically second guessing themselves about meetups and stuff after yeah. that. A lot of YouTubers thinking is this safe to do anymore? This kind of very close personal relationship with your audience? Is this... I mean, we're this big now. Is this still safe? And it's a question that you have to have when you reach a certain point of notoriety and fame. Is it still safe to meet your fans one-on-one, face-to-face? Because you'll reach a certain point of fame, and it's not. Because not only will you have the majority of fans, the 99.999% of fans... Who are lovely and just incredibly happy to meet you. It's just the the, point one it's the point zero zero one percent of fans that are obsessed with you to the point in which they want to be the ones falling for term to kill you.
1: Yeah. I remember which... VidCon basically banned that happened like a week or so later, had banned any meetups that weren't scheduled and paid. Yeah. For and every and security was it was either doubled or tripled mm. because it's just it's horrible what happened, mm. and it especially since VidCon is run by two big YouTubers who yeah. have families and they can see how things. But I was rewatching some of our old videos, and when her parents found out that she was um, making videos and putting them up online. Her mum said she didn't want him to do it anymore Mm. because she was scared someone was going to come find her and the worst could happen.
0: Oh, good lord, I completely forgot this. I'm just scrolling through the Wikipedia article. The day after she died was the uh, Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando.
1: It was a hard weekend. Yeah,
0: Not been a good year this year. No. Not been a good year at all for so many people and so many different causes. It's been pretty fucking shitey.
1: Anyways, back on to the album.
0: Yes, yes. I, I mean, we had to get the preamble out of the way. It's important yeah. to talk about whatnot, etc. But yeah, it's a mm. bloody good album.
1: Um, my favourite song on that ho- album. My favourite song on that album has always been my anthem because it's always been my pick me up song mm. because it's just such a song that just makes you laugh and makes you want to sing along and just mm-hmm. have fun and. It's been hard to listen to recently. Yeah,
0: I'm not surprised.
1: Like, I was listening to this album the other night and I did cry a little mm-hmm. because she's such... like, She was such an important... It, this album came mm-hmm. out in what? 2011?
0: 2013.
1: 2013. Yeah, so this was around the time when my mental health kind of went Whee! with anxiety. And so that album helped me so much when it came out. And it's horrible to think that It's, I don't know, it's just, it's an album you guys have to listen to. Anyone Mm -hmm. who's listening, this album is something that just needs to be listened to because I think the song that hits most people now is I Bet You Don't Curse God. Yeah. she's very Christian. Her family is a very Christian-oriented person. And... Uh,
0: I was going to bring this up later on, but you've mentioned it, so it's a perfect segue. Mm Mm-hmm. That song sounds very similar to another song, really, lyrically, thematically, and even a little musically. Mm. Have you heard of the artist Regina Spektor?
1: Kind of rings a bell, not very much.
0: Uh, she is a very good, very fantastic, like singer, songwriter, musician, mm-hmm. whose music can be best described as well. Wikipedia describes it as anti folk, anti folk, and indie pop. And that's probably the best way to describe it, because it's, it's. I love Regina Speck's music, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. She had a song on her album Far, mm-hmm. called Laughing With.
1: Right.
0: And it's really similar in the themes and the thematics yeah. and whatnot. I mean, again, I would never, ever, ever accuse an artist of ripping off another album. Cause yeah. If not there's no such thing as an original concept in creativity, in media, in music, because in films, in anything. There's no such thing as a creator. Everything is inspired by something else.
1: Yeah. I think that's what's great about creativity. You can mm. always find a way to link it to some other artist mm. or thing.
0: But the the similarities in this are crazy.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Are you you know looking it
0: up? Yeah, I'm looking up the lyrics. Yeah. Because it's somebody the top result is uh, a <laughs> meaning if you don't if you need to be told the meaning of this song, you're not looking very hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh no one laughs at God in a hospital, no one laughs at God in a war. No one's laughing at God when they're starving or freezing or so very poor. No one laughs at God when the doctor calls out some routine tests. No one's laughing at God when it's gotten real late and their kid's not back from that party yet. Yeah. No one laughs at God when their airplane starts to uncontrollably shake. No one laughs no one's laughing at God when they see the one they love hand in hand with someone else and they hold that they're mistaken and they hope that they're mistaken. Yeah,
1: it's very similar.
0: A very similar. And it's basically a case of who wore it better. Yeah. Because, and, I don't know. Like, I don't I don't even think that's necessarily the thing. It's just, it's not an uncommon statement or thought to make. Mm. I think, I think that, I think I Bet You Don't Curse God is a much more serious take on it. Yeah. Laughing with his very, uh...
1: Light-hearted. Yeah,
0: it's relatively light-hearted.
1: Easy to take on the chin.
0: Kind yeah, of. It's, it makes you think, don't get me wrong. Yeah. It makes you think really hard. But at the same time, it's a lot more on the side of an atheist second-guessing themselves. Yeah. Rather than a Christian reaffirming their faith.
1: Mm. It's hard to talk about this artist, let alone this album. And, mm. I've oh, it's just an album that I've loved for so many years. And... Mm. It's so much further from her first EP, Hmm. which is so fun, and I don't know, it's just, it's hard to to think of her in the past tense, I guess, it's hard to think that there is going to be new music released because her parents have found some that she'd been working on and still there, but even then, it's hard to think that, right, soon there's going to be nothing left. (coughs) Bless you. Oh. Um, this album is a lot, is very different to her, the EP that she'd done previously and, in a sense, it's different to the music that she started doing afterwards. But it's, it's hard to talk about yeah. her. Because, yeah,
0: it's one of those things. I mean, it's still very real. Yeah. It's still very there.
1: And it's just the songs, especially if you do, bet you don't curse God, that song really is it's kind of hard to listen to, especially with what happened to her and how mm-hmm. she shouldn't have died, basically. Yeah. And so it's... I think it kind of shows how how different the world is when you think about it, because she was only a massive star for, what, a year or so? In sense of worldwide. In... In normal celebrity terms with air quotes used because she was a youtube celebrity for yonks before that but then all of a sudden she was noticed by mainstream media because of her voice stuff and so she was really only just starting and it's i don't know it's it's with the whole youtube thing you've Feel like you're closer to them it's like you it's almost like you know them and it kind of i think it kind of showed to the world a little bit why people like watching youtube so much you get a sense that you know the person because if they're a cover artist or so they'll or something like that they'll do a little spit like they'll talk a little bit before or after the song or if they're a vlogger or they just talk to you and tell you about the life and you feel like you're a part of it in a sense and in a sense you are because you're making their dream and their living happen and so i think it was an eye-opener to kind of how dangerous it can be to kind of in a sense make yourself vulnerable to the world when you think about it mm. Because she didn't have to do meet and greets. But she did because she wanted to thank the people who gave her what she had. It's why she toured, it's why she did meet and greets and why she met people. It's The whole reason she wanted to make music was to affect people, to make a difference and help. And for her to be killed in such a horrible way, and for her family, and especially her brother, to have to go through what they did because her brother jumped on the guy, and I think he'll be torn of what should I have done. Like that guy could have killed so many more people as well. H- how he got past security in a no in a gun-free building with two guns, several strips, and a hunting knife, I don't know. Hmm. But it shows. How, how for how much we take celebrities and stuff like that for granted, mm. and because all she had to do was make music and she didn't even have to do that. Mm. She didn't have to share her music with the world like she did, but she chose to because she wanted to, and she could have just stopped there. She could have not toured, not done meet and greets, not done signings, not done anything, any of that, and. In a sense, she'd still be alive. Mm. But at the same time...
0: She wouldn't have been the person she was.
1: Yeah. She wouldn't have touched as many people as she did. She wouldn't have been... Oh, God, no.
0: As influential?
1: Yeah, no. I'm saying, oh, God, no, because I can feel tears. And oh, no, oh no, God, no. she's
0: starting
1: to <laughs> cry. No, no. I'm on the verge. Yeah. No, but... She affected so many people in such a short space of time. It's kind of, I don't know, as weird as it is, she's had her death has had the same effect as Carrie Fisher's death has had on me. It's just like, what? Mm. How? Why? And it's, it's sort of a thing where you have to realise even if you don't know a person, you could still have a massive effect on them. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it just... It's hard to talk. It's yeah. Hard to ex- Anyways, back to the album. Before, yeah. before I die, sort of thing. Mm. So, what did you think, mainly, <laughs> I, other, than, other than you I, liked it? <laughs> I,
0: no, I really liked it. The problem is, I can't pick out any songs that stand out a lot. Mm. I mean, I remember... Feeling good's pretty good. Yeah. But I've liked all of it. I can't think... It's incredibly consistent. Yeah. I mean, there's different musical sounds in this. There's a lot of different musical sounds. But it's really consistent in its quality.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, to the point in which it doesn't feel like a collection of 11 songs. It feels like a 38-minute-long song.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, that's the level of consistent quality I'm talking about with this Mm. album. It's just... It's... Like, there's nothing specifically amazing about it, but it's all, everything's done really well. Everything, it doesn't necessarily try to break any new ground, but everything it does, it does really well. And Mm. that's a difficult thing in and of itself to do. I mean, you can break new ground and you can get get commendation for breaking new ground, Mm. but even if you do it badly, you still get commendation for it. But to do everything as well as she does with this it's really 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 great. Like it really shows a level of quality and precision in music making. One thing i will say that i did notice that was a bit weird. i don't know if there's a problem with the, the version that's on apple music. Mm. But a lot either a lot of the songs or all of the songs start out quiet and then the volume turns up. I don't know if that's a stylistic choice or anything, but it's i don't know if it's just a problem with my iTunes messing up, but it's very weird. I mean, you get used to it after a couple of songs, but still, it's still really mm-hmm. odd. I
1: don't. That's not. It's no. I don't mm. know if it does that. I think it's just Apple Music. I think it's just yeah. Apple
0: music. Right. So it's a problem with the copy on Apple Music, which is.
1: It does it without thinking you. Would
0: love yeah. It. I can't remember the songs where it does it with.
1: No. But that's
0: more it, probably with the, to do with the album, with it being a consistent listen.
1: Yeah. So, what would you rate this album? <gasps>
0: um, I'd give it a seven as well.
1: Oh, so we've picked two very good albums right. today. That's 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 weird. Right. I don't think we've done it both of us before. Yeah,
0: well, no, it's usually one or the other. It's usually me, but... Yes, yeah. <laughs> we've got
1: a good album this time. Yes, very good album. Mm. Right.
0: Um, <clears throat> thank you for listening. This one's been a bit odd. Yes. Next one will be a bit odd as well. <laughs> uh, next week, we'll be doing a 2016 retrospective. Oh. We'll be looking over the years, music, and... Music ten- ten- musically tangentially related things
1: That was a word in the off
0: Yes, yes it was <laughs> So we'll be looking through The albums this year that we liked That we didn't like And hopefully We can see you there I, You can subscribe Remember to subscribe to us on iTunes if you want Or whatever podcasting service you use mm-hmm. I can't think of any others that this might be on But eh, whatever Whatever <laughs> Uh, Follow us on Twitter, at Family Album Cast. Do all the other things that everybody tells you to do at the end of podcasts. (laughs) Thanks again for listening, and we'll hopefully see you next week.
1: Hopefully. Bye. Bye.